Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. Happy game day. Happy Halloween. Hopefully everything works out to where we get the win on game day. Then we get to go out and walk around town, get some candy. Of course, for the kids, but the kids will get the candy. Then the parents will steal the candy once they get it home. It's just it's the circle of life on Halloween. But before we get to the candy, we got to get the win from the Seahawks. And before we get the win from the Seahawks, we heard this week in the press conferences from Will Disley, Ethan Posick. We heard from offensive coordinator Shane Waldron. We heard from quarterback Geno Smith, and we heard from Pete Carroll. Let's get right to it with the players and start with Will Disley, who was asked about reuniting with Shaquille Griffin this Sunday. Oh, no doubt. And Hollister's over there. So we got a, there's a couple, couple Seahawks, um, you know, shoddies over there. So it's a lot of love. Um, you know, obviously, you know, this organization is a big family. So um, when I see him, I imagine it'll be a lot of love early. And then when the you know whistle blows, it'll be back to business and, you know, a little bit of smack talk and we'll see how much we interact. But uh, it'll be a fun one. Uh, I'm sure they'll be excited to get home, you know, play in front of the 12s, kind of hear the, it'll probably be nice for Shaq, you know, a little bit quieter um, for his work. But uh yeah, it'll be good to see those guys, you know, big smiles, big hugs, and then it'll be time to go to work. Moving on to center Ethan Posick's press conference. He's coming off an injury, and here's what the five-year veteran center had to say about the possibility of him sharing snaps with Kyle Fuller against the Jaguars today. If you're getting reps, you just got to be thankful you're getting reps. You got to, hey, I'm going to make the most of these and, you know, do what I do. And if you, you know, if that's the situation, that's the situation. And because we know that Pete won't come right out and say who's going to be a starter, it sounds like there is the possibility of both players getting reps within this game. We don't know who's going to be the more dominant one. If I had to guess, it would be Kyle Fuller, and they're going to mix in some Ethan Posick. But here's what Geno Smith had to say about the possibility of playing with these two different centers on Sunday. The, the good thing for me is I've been able to work with both of those guys as they've uh, competed. And, you know, Ethan is a very smart guy. He's been here for a while. Um, he's a leader in that locker room. Uh, he knows what he's doing. And Kyle does as well. Uh, you know, we love to see those guys compete. Um, we talk about competition, you know, all throughout the year. You know, that makes us better. So uh, for Ethan, he's just got to continue to stay, uh, you know, focused on, you know, just this game. Not worried about anything else. Just focus on this game and uh, communication and all those things. And, and Kyle the same way. You never know what can happen. Gino also talked a bit about the Jaguars' defensive line. Well, specifically in that last game they played, man, they uh, they were getting after it, um, and they have they have a bunch of first round guys there, so they're capable. They have guys who are capable, and so um, you know we we just got to make sure that we block them, and uh, that you know we we really stone them up front. Uh, we communicate, and you know we get that accomplished because you know if we can we can stall their front seven, you know we can we can take our shots on the back end. Offensive coordinator Shane Waldron was on the podium and he shared what he hopes to see from Geno against this Jaguars defense. Just going out there and executing uh, like we know we can. I think he's going to keep growing every time he takes the field and looking for that continued growth and development and finding his rhythm early on and, and get rolling from there. If the Seahawks are going to win this game against the Jaguars, I think it's going to be critical that they get DK Metcalf more involved in this game. And Shane was asked about the amount of involvement that DK got last week against the Saints, and he gave an explanation for why DK didn't get more targets last weekend against New Orleans. With that stuff there, you know, first of all, an incredible play by, incredible uh, throw by Geno, incredible play by DK, being able to maintain his body balance after the catch and 
and, uh, you know, create an 84 yard explosive on, on a second and long. So, you know, starting with that and then the O-line and, and Will Disley, you know, joining those guys in and the protection part of that, you know, all those things tying together. But then as, as the course of the game goes, you know, talking about a bad weather win game, uh, trying to make sure that, that we're playing good complementary football in, in that case, you know, whatever the scenario is, whoever the team is you're playing, you know, those are those are some of the, the circumstances that you got to deal with in those in those uh, conditions right there. And, you know, when our ops came or, or chances to, to get the ball to them again, you know, they didn't work out until later in the game. And, you know, we're going to keep trying to do a great job every single week of getting the ball in his hands because of, you know, the play opportunities that he can make once it is there. Coming up next, we'll hear from Pete Carroll. A lot of injury updates. Alex Collins, Daryl Taylor, Damian Lewis. That's coming up next. In Pete Carroll's Friday press conference, he had quite a few injury updates. But let's start with Carroll's comments on Mike Holmgren, who is being inducted into the Seahawks' Ring of Honor today. The fact that uh, Coach Mike Holmgren goes in uh, to the Ring of Honor uh, this this week, and uh, just to just to start it off with, the, you know, so much that Mike did for this program and for our, our fans and for connecting us with winning and division championships and and all of the the, the great postseason stuff, but also the, the the personality that he brought and the style and the competitiveness and the toughness and the glib and everything that uh, that Mike's all about. Um, we're lucky to have him and and. Uh, I really feel like he kind of set the stage for us to be be successful here, in, and uh, in the expectations and kind of the standards that that were that he set. And so, uh, anyway, really grateful that he gets a shot to do this. And uh, and I always like to mention the Bay Area guy, you know, played I think he's Lincoln High School in San Francisco and all that. And uh, I'm sure he would like me to mention he was a terrific quarterback in high school and uh, didn't get a real shot at the SC, but but uh, he was there. So uh, anyway, congrats to Mike and and uh, to his family and all that. Pete also spoke about running back Rashad Penny, who had six carries against the Saints. He just got started. I think he got started on his return. You know, he got enough carries to get out there and feel good about it. Uh, we didn't get any, any good spacing for him to get rolling. Um, I'm anxious for him to get more reps this week and, and, and get going even more so. Um, we really need him to, to, you know, to be part of it. Um, I would, you know, I would love to see a battle for the one-two spot between he and Alex right now, and, and the way we're playing the other two guys, they're, they're doing a nice job of complementing. But um, I would like to see that, you know, that competition really show up. So um, we're going to give him some chances to, to do that. Uh, meanwhile, Alex has been pretty effective for us, and we've liked what he's done. You know, just two weeks ago, he had 100, and, and uh, he's given us a, a bunch of good, good plays so far. So it's nothing about Alex. It's just I'd like to just see Penny add in and see what he can bring. And finally, the last piece of non-injury news was Pete's comments on quarterback Jacob Eason. It's worth noting that Carroll did not name a backup yet for Sunday's game. And here's what he had to say about Eason. He's been really booking. Uh, Austin Davis has been just hammering him, you know, to get him caught up so that he could have a chance to be in the, in the, you know, the decision making there. And uh, he got a lot of work this week. We got to see him a lot. Um, so he's making a lot of progress quickly. Now, starting with injury news, let's go to left tackle Dwayne Brown. He's under the weather, uh, not feeling great. Um, he was in the meetings today, and, and then we, we took care of him out here again. Uh, he should be fine, uh, but you know, he's got he, he's just feeling lousy. Here's the update on running back Alex Collins. Um, Alex worked today. It looked pretty good. Um, I think we got him as questionable uh, going uh, on, but he looks like he's going to make it through. Yeah, I actually said that he felt as good yesterday as he did last week when he played, so he should be okay. Daryl Taylor is set to return this week. We thought he'd be there last week. 
It sounds like he is definitely going to be on the field this week after missing the previous game with Nick Sornis. He, he's really excited to play and, and had a really upbeat week. He's, he knows that he missed out last time and, and uh, he wants to make up for it. So I just want him to play good and get a lot of plays in, but uh, it's great to have him back. We could see left guard Damian Lewis back on the field today. He is listed as questionable. Damian practiced today and made it through it and uh, did okay. Uh, he's going to still be questionable just because we got to make sure um, on game day. But other than that, he looks like he's playing. He, he's saying he's going. So that's uh, a good sign. As I mentioned in a previous show, D. Eskridge had traveled down to Florida, but now he is back in Seattle. And here's Pete's update on his condition nearly two months out from his concussion. He's come back raring to go. He, he'll, it looks like um, he'll be ready to play after the bye. Uh, he's able to work out and, and go for it and, and push and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, he feels great. Everything is really positive. So um, barring any kind of setbacks or something, once we get back, um, no, he, he, he'll, he'll be going home over the, over the break, coming up, working out there. And then when we get back, we really expect him to be able to go. Considering the injuries that the Seahawks have had at running back, Chris Carson, I know a lot of us, we can't wait till he gets back. But Pete was asked if there was the potential that Carson could miss the season with his neck issue. He's got to, he's got to make a turn here, you know, um, to show us that he's, that he's feeling better and good enough to, to really go for it. He hasn't been able to come out to practice yet and, and go. So, um, you know, pretty soon, you know, you're going to say, well, is he going to make it back? Just like you're asking. And, and I'm not ready to do that yet, but I'm um, really keeping fingers crossed for him that he gets a chance to get back and play. Um, he's working out hard, you know, but he's not ready to practice football yet. One player who will be missing the whole season, unfortunately, is defensive back Marquise Blair, who had surgery on his patella this week. Here's what Pete Carroll had to say about how things went. He had a surgery and uh, everything went really well. And it's um, it's it's somewhat of a long recovery, um, but they were able to to fix this, the you know the, the fracture in the patella. And, and so he's, um, you know, it's going to be a while. He's been through it, and he'll he's a warrior about getting back. So he'll make it back. This won't won't be one he can't get back from. He'll, he'll make it back from this. A couple other news items. Pete Carroll said that the pin has not yet been removed from Russell Wilson's finger. It was previously reported that the pin would be out. Around this time, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know what that means. If it means he's going to be out longer, if it needs extra time to heal up, whatever kind of news it is, I'm hoping for the good kind. Moving on to the injury reports, the Seahawks have Alex Collins, Dwayne Brown, and Damian Lewis all listed as questionable. Marquise Blair, having not yet been placed on injured reserve, is the only Seahawks player listed as out. DK Metcalf was the only other player limited in practice on Friday but he does not carry an injury designation into the game. That's kind of been the consistent issue with DK throughout the season. The Jaguars have two players listed as questionable in cornerback Tyson Campbell and defensive tackle Devon Hamilton. Another one of their defensive tackles, Jay Tufele, is out with a hand injury. That's going to do it for this episode. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this show. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. Of course, check in at fieldgoals.com. We'll have our game day thread up so you can be a part of the community up at Field Goals. Also, while you're watching the game, be looking for those nooks and crannies as part of Clinton Bonner's three in, three out. You can tweet at him at Clinton Bon. Use the hashtag 3i3o and you can see if your comments get read on this upcoming episode because we'll be back here recapping what we expect will be a win against the Jaguars 
Hopefully we can finally get back to starting with some ends. And so until then, go Hawks.